Hey guys, welcome to Retro Media Talk Podcast. Tonight we're going back to 1993, and we are going to do a Western classic, cult classic, I believe it is now. I know I've said that a million times, but I believe it is. We got Steve Lego, of course, co-host. Yes. And we have a returning guest, Mike Gallus. Haven't been on yes. for months because he moved yeah. and did all that stuff. And he's back so, on to do Tombstone with us. So let's 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 establish something right now because uh Okay. What is what defines something as a cult classic? What 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 is the standards for something to be considered a cult classic? Yeah, I always wondered that myself. I don't I don't know. Like is it a movie that didn't do that great at the box office but then became like a huge hit later on? Is that what the could definition? Be. Yeah. I I think was it I mean, I think it did good though at the box office. I, th- I think I read it did like 80 85 million or something worldwide or something is that what I read? Yeah. Yeah. Something around that. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't chump change. No. But I I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it isn't a cult classic, but I I read somewhere. I mean, it's a it's classic defi- western. It's definitely a uh, a movie that is maybe it's not cult highly classic. quoted. And there's you know there's like merchandise for you know I'm your Huckleberry and you know stuff like that. Um, okay, here it is. Tombstone. It did fifty six million. Well, it's like when I look at this, uh, okay, I found one of the articles I was reading and it says not often that a movie becomes a cult classic almost immediately after its release, but such was the case with the 1993 motion picture Tombstone. So I, I don't know. That's what they're calling it. And I just kind of, well, no, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't trying to pick you apart. I was, I was just wondering, we, we always use that. Yeah, no. What yeah. Is, well, what? <laughs> So here it says, there's the definition, something, typically a movie or book that is popular or fashionable among a particular group or section of society. So I don't know. That's a pretty vague. Yeah, that's vague. I guess any, anything could be cult classic. And then well, here's this, what, what, quali- what qualifies as a cult classic? Let me see. A film uh, with a cult following, obscure or unpopular with mainstream audiences hmm. and often revolutionary or ironically enjoyed. So that doesn't tell me anything else either. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, it's a Western classic. Oh, it also says that here, it says, cult films are known for their dedicated, passionate fans, fan base, which forms an elaborate subculture, mm-hmm. members of which engage in repeated viewings, dialogue quoting, and audience oh. precipitation. So, yeah, so okay. that is a cult classic. It's oh, definitely okay. a cult classic. All right. You know... There's there's like a handful of modern westerns that I really like, and Tombstone's one of them, but probably the best. But I liked uh, Silverado and what what was what was some of the other ones? Um, yeah, and the guy that did the score for Tombstone actually did Silverado. Yeah, I mean that that was a great. That's great a good film. movie too. Uh, Wyatt Earp, that's a great one. Oh, uh, I, I love, that, I love that's, Wyatt Earp. That's one of my favorites, and and. Uh, since we're on Wyatt Earp, I guess uh, Kevin Costner got uh, got offered, I guess the 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 role in here in Tombstone, and then I'm glad he down. didn't take it because I I I think I think his Wyatt Earp is better than Kurt Russell's Wyatt Earp. 
honestly. I yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the, hi- the highlight of this movie is Doc Holliday. You can uh, say it's pretty Europe. much. That's, yeah, that's why they didn't call it Gunfight at the OK Corral. They didn't say call it Wyatt or blah 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 goes to Tombstone. I mean. It, I mean, it's just about Tombstone, but really, I mean, the the highlight and really the the hero of the movie is Doc Holliday. I mean, why right. it up to to a little bit lesser degree, I think, but I think as people are watching the movie, everybody's rooting for Doc Holliday. Oh I mean, yeah, really for sure. I mean, somebody with he's got turbo, tuberculosis. <laughs> he's like he's just fighting his way to to protect uh, you know his friend. White herb. What's, I'm what's dying of tuberculosis. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, what's his name in White Herb. Yeah, uh, Tombstone just focused pretty much on that whole Tombstone era. You have White Herb, which is more about his life, his whole, the whole span of his life. Yeah. So this one does a really good job of just explaining, you know, everything that happened in Tombstone. But I do like. I mean, Val Kilmer was so good in this movie. If he was. If he was in Wyatt Earp, oh man, that would have just went. I mean, I would have liked it a lot more. I think Dennis Quaid did a good job, but this this version, it was just he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, well, and you know, and this you know this this version of Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday too are they're a little bit you know inflated. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. the this movie wasn't a hundred percent factual. Whereas no. I think Wyatt, Wyatt Earp was more sure as close to the facts as possible, but that's what made this movie so much more popular because it, it they made it almost like a uh, they dramatized it more. Yeah, they almost made it like more of an action packed, yes, you know, suspenseful yeah. thriller yeah. type of a thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, and definitely it's Val Kilmer's. In my opinion, it's it's his greatest role. Yeah, it 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 really is one of his. Yeah, he killed it. I mean, I like Val Kilmer in a lot of different movies, but I just loved, you know, his role in this. Not only that, I did not know what you already brought up. I'm your Huckleberry term was ad lib. Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. I really? didn't know that. Yeah, I, I read that today and I was like, what? It was ad lib? I'm your Huckleberry. So, I don't know. He came up with a great line there, if that's true. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I see it. Yeah, I'll be your Huckleberry was ad lib by Val Kilmer during filming. You know, and seeing Val Kilmer like just so young and agile, and seeing him now, it's just it, it's sad. Well, this was definitely his, this was at the I mean I think the tail end of his prime because like he was in the prime when his prime when uh, you know right around here and uh, the Saint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know when the Saint came out, but yeah, I mean, he was. This was like real. And then, of course, he got shortly after this. He was in Batman Forever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Horrible so, Batman. I love. You know, I always say that if you could, you if you could have taken, um, if you could have taken Clooney's look. Clooney looked like Bruce Wayne to me. He had that look, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think Kilmer had the voice. Okay. You know, he had the voice, and then you know, if you could have taken uh, Keaton's, you know, comedy, and you could, could have mushed them all into one, I think it would have been pretty awesome. But I, I actually, I actually like Kilmer the best out of out of all of them, even even Keaton. And I know that's like that's mm-hmm. like sacrilege to some people. Oh my God, <laughs> Michael Keaton's the greatest Batman. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I I loved Val Kilmore in Top Gun. I loved him in uh, True. Well, he was in True Romance. That was a good movie. Uh, Heat. Heat was was a great movie. Yeah, he he did. He yeah. Heat was another good one where he did a really good job of acting in. Oh come on, man! Have you ever seen Top Secret? And Top yeah, and Willow. Remember Willow? Will I love? Oh Willow. yeah, Willow's great too. I've Real- never seen Willow. Oh, you never got seen. You never yeah. seen Willow? We might have no. to do that one sometime. Oh my goodness! It's a great one. Uh, Real Genius. You remember that one? Yes. Yeah, so that's the one I was thinking of. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, The Doors is probably his most best role though. Because he got an award for that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he. I mean, he was like the best Jim Morrison. I. I mean, it was amazing. I forgot he did. You know, when I was looking at the list, I'm like, I know there was another movie that just put him over the top, and that that when he played Jim Morrison, it was unbelievable. Well, yeah, that 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 was definitely his high point. Because yeah, I think I think he got a lot of accolades for that movie. And, and it was well, it was it was a good movie. If you oh like yeah, go, doors. I, I forgot he was in Ghost of the Darkness. That was a that was one. another that was a great movie, but that was yeah. like almost like a, it was like a, I wouldn't want to say it was a B movie, but it wasn't like a big studio production. I, I saw it at the theater actually, but yeah, um, me too. Yeah. It was kind of like it was kind of like under the radar type of a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thunderheart. That was a good one. I yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I can't so really I was it. I was at the location where they filmed this. I've been there multiple times, like two or three times. It was filmed in old Tucson. Um, the opening scene, you see, I recognize the mountain in the background. That was actually, there's an old um, western town there, and you can go in there. It's kind of like an amusement park, and that's where they filmed that opening scene. Huh. I'm surprised they didn't film it in Tombstone. I thought they did. I thought they filmed it well, there, too. They, they could have done it there also, but I totally recognized th- that opening scene. It's totally old Tucson. Yeah, I mean, I know they they filmed, but it I'm sure there. I'm sure that they didn't do it in Tombstone because they would have had to refab the buildings to make them yeah. look new right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was I was reading that, and it was like different part. You know, obviously it was in Arizona, but it was all. But I thought they did film some of it in t- Tombstone. I probably can't, did. Can't find my notes. So. It would have it would have been cool for them to actually at least film the gunfight there. Yeah, you know, yeah. but obviously they, they didn't. But uh, one thing I didn't realize in this movie, they had a uh, a director that got fired or, or something happened. Yeah, it, well, he was also was he like he he was the writer though, right? Is that what it was? Did he write? The script or something? I don't know about that. I, I just know Kevin Jar, I, I think it was. He he was the uh, first director. And then they they brought in George Cosmata. Yeah. Cosmatos. Mm-hmm. Or Cosmata, I don't know how you say it. Which he did a few movies that I really like. But according to this, it was Kurt Russell that did the main directing on the yeah, film. I did read that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I thought that, that was interesting because I was reading that Val Kilmer said um, in an interview that uh, that um, that uh, Kurt Russell basically kind of put his performance aside. Not like saying he didn't do a good job, but he he was really working hard to get everything right and make sure the scenes were set up right. And yeah, he he basically did a lot of the directing, but he didn't want to be credited, Cre- yeah, in, in, in any way for it. 
And he told George he he would never say anything while he was alive or something. <laughs> I don't know how much George actually directed, but uh sounds like Kurt Kurt uh took the reins on this. I feel bad for Kurt never getting, you know, the the respect for it. This is one of it definitely one of his most well-known roles though, I would think. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. I mean, yeah, he's been in a lot, but I think a lot of people remember him for this movie and probably like Escape from New York. But he just should have probably got like a, you know, recognized as as a co-director or something. And you know, he's another, another thing. Yeah, he should have gotten a little something for it, but yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. But he he ended up being one of those people, and I think I think um, the same thing happened to Costner. Like after this movie, like you know. Costner did like a, I wouldn't say a million, but he did a lot of Westerns after this. And that this kind of, that kind of became like his thing. And I think, I think Kurt Russell kind of had the demeanor and the look too, where he could have went and done a ton of Westerns and, you know, he could have done that the rest of his life. Now, when you guys were watching this though, did you guys think that uh, like Kurt's mustache and all those guys mustache were fake? Um, I, 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 th- I, th- I thought they looked too perfect, but I, I, I did read they were all real mustaches. Except for one. Uh, whose was it? It was Michael uh, Bayan or whatever, j- played Johnny Ringo. Yeah. Oh, he Michael was, Bean. Bean, okay. Yeah, well, he had like a little, he had that one little, like a little, just that little light mustache, didn't he? Like a little. Uh, he said that was, he said he wouldn't grow it because he was, he, something about he was doing another role or something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he also he also said that the director that the George like was an asshole, really, and <laughs> and, and and he basically uh, everybody but like um, Kurt Val and uh, Sam mm-hmm. he treated like shit because you know they were like the stars and everybody else was just like they were peons to him. Really? Wow. Yeah, he said he was a complete asshole. He said he said the director didn't speak to him the whole time he, he was on the set. Wow. Well, speaking of George, he he directed Cobra, which I like with Sy- Sylvester Stallone. Well, he redeemed but, himself on this one. But he um, was that eighty six. But he got a uh, yeah eighty six, and he got an award. Wow. He got an award for worst director on Ram- <laughs> on Rambo: First Blood Part Two, which I liked. I liked all the Rambo what? movies. Yeah. How can you not like Rambo: First Blood Part Two? I, I mean, to me, to me, that's that's it's it's questionable whether that one or First Blood is the best one. Three sucks. Let's first, be honest. First Blood's the best one. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot more action though. I think in 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 two. Yeah, um, yeah, it's more more action. But yeah, no, yeah, you're right. First Blood is better. It's the more dra- more drama. You but know? I, but I love the the fourth one. That was awesome. Well, not only well, yeah, that was cool because he was he was freaking jacked at like sixty five years old, running through the jungle like like a brick shit house. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like it was unreal. Yeah, dude, I didn't know Jason Priestley was. Uh, yeah, he what? was the nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's a weenie, know. man. He's a weenie. It, it, he, I don't know about played, that character. Played Billy, and then uh, all they ever did was laugh at him. Yeah, yeah no, but I, I did not recognize him. <laughs> Well, a lot of people. I was watching it last night with my wife. Yeah, and she goes, "Is that Billy Bob Thornton? He's fat." Oh yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't recognize him either. 
Yeah. It is Johnny Tyler. And then um the other guy Charlton Heston I, is yeah, in it. Yeah. I was like that's Charlton Heston. I could Henry I, Hooker. I didn't believe I, I mean I didn't um believe uh I didn't remember he was in it. Well, it's such a bit part, you know what I mean, yeah. but yeah. It, it was cool to throw him in there. Yeah. And Powers yeah, was, Booth. Yeah, he, he was, was good. Cool. Curly we sh- Bill. We should say that Powers he died in uh you know, I always like to see who's alive and who's, who's well, dead. Recently, because in the past, what, three or four years, I would think, right? It was 2017, yeah. Yeah, because he, he mm. I think the the last thing I saw him in was that the, the Deadwood movie they put out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, i never seen that yet. Um, Let's see. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, I think I think most of the main main cast is still alive. I mean, Val Kilmer still. Well, what's his name? Bill. Talking. Bill is Bill dead. Bill Paxton. Oh, oh, Bill yeah. Paxton is dead, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah, you're right. Huh. Yeah, I forgot about him, man. I th- I think he's the only one that's that's dead. I think. I mean, well, not only one. The the sheriff got he's dead too. But yeah, the big stars. Yeah, everybody else alive but him. So so um, when I'm cr- going down the the the. The cast on IMBD. It says Frank Stallone. Yes, he was. <laughs> what the heck? He, he was in the one bar scene uh, where they were having a card game with Doc Holliday. Oh my gosh! I didn't and know he, he was in there. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. I even said to my wife, "I said there's Sylvester Stallone's brother." <laughs> that's so weird, man. It's so weird. All the different, you know, characters in here or Billy um, Zane actors. was in there. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, yeah, huge cast. You know, Dana Delaney, she was a pretty big star back then. You know, yeah. That's the. Um, I was trying to. I was trying to remember who she was, like what she's been in, but she's. Um, yeah, and I mean, I don't remember anything. Nothing notable, but I mean, she was Troy. in a lot of stuff. Oh no, not Troy. That was a short. Um, she was in the TV series too, I believe. Desperate Housewives or something. That's all in there. Yeah. But I recognize her from something. I just can't remember what it is. So anyway, so um, so when you watched it last night, when was the last time you saw it? Well, I I saw it probably about a year or two oh, okay. ago. With, within the past year, I would say, yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I mean... Obviously, I'm, if I ask you, oh, how'd you like it? I mean, this is one of your favorite movies anyway, right? Oh, yeah. I love this so, movie. So, I mean, that's... I ended up watching it last night. Um, I went to pull out... I, I have the DVD, special edition, which they never put out. They Some of the special features and deleted scenes, they haven't put out on, on Blu-ray yet. So right, I getting, right. I was getting ready to, to watch that. I opened it up, and the disc is missing. It so, is? Yeah, so hmm. obviously what I did is I had it in the player at one point, and I put it in another case and put a movie in. So yeah. it's somewhere here, but so but I couldn't watch my disc, so I had to watch it on Freevee last night. Oh, okay. Which was annoying. Yeah. You know, it's a commercial every 25 yeah, minutes. commercials, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand But they didn't cut anything out. Nothing. Yeah. You know, so, and uh, it, it was definitely in HD. It was a good, it was a good, uh, good picture yeah. for sure, so. Well, one thing I didn't remember about this film, because I haven't seen it in a long time, is I forgot how brutal it is. There's a lot of killing in it. 
no complaints here. I was just, I forgot how, uh, how violent a lot of the, uh, scenes were, I guess. That's what makes the wild west so appealing. I think in movies, right. It's all the, all the shooting and killing and gunfights and, yeah, I was thinking I, mainly, I, maybe I was confusing it with Silverado. Wasn't Silverado more like a... It was like a comedy almost, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, like something like... Uh, it wasn't a comedy, but, but it, it was, was more of a drama. It was It was more um, they not didn't, as There violent. wasn't a whole lot of... You know, it wasn't. Yeah. This was this was like, yeah, man, this is balls well, yeah, to mean, the wall. Like, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the very first scene, they go in there and murder everybody at a wedding. Yeah, so. yeah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I just didn't remember it all. Then it started coming back as I watched further. Even though I take a multivitamin, I also like to take superfoods. And the best superfood I found on the market that tastes just amazing is Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens. Real organic superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. Helps with your overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Since Field of Greens is made from real foods it's technically not a supplement this is just pure whole foods guys and you can get a discount right now by using coupon code healthy life just plug that coupon healthy life before checkout in the coupon section and get our exclusive discount you have to try field of greens from brickhousenutrition.com what were you gonna say gals there's what I want to know is, you, you know, um, the costumes. I mean, think about it. If you were living back then, how in the world you're in the desert, you have so many layers of clothing on. How did they not like sweat to death? I don't well, know. You know. And that was the thing I read too, that the, that the, uh, the director uh, insisted that they wear the authentic clothing was all which was all made of wool oh and that's hot oh and <laughs> yeah and you gotta hot. figure the, the women are wearing at least you know eat i mean the women and the men are probably wearing three two layers of clothing well yeah because underneath those dresses they essentially almost had like long underwear on underneath right yeah i'm and guessing and there's there's no air conditioning no. there's nothing i mean you're constantly probably having to drink water I'm guessing though the, your your nose is pretty desensitized after a while because yeah. everybody's walking around with bo. They have to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I was reading um, uh, a thing about that, and uh, Val Kilmer was like that when they were doing the they were doing the the theater scene where they were inside watching Billy Zane or whatever and all that. He said on set it was 134 degrees inside the theater. Oh. Oh my gosh! And he said, uh, "I um, he said he understood why uh, Doc Holliday was so like anxious and wanted to kill people because of because of the heat." Wow! Well, you can see it. I think it shows in the movie. I mean, those guys were sweating. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't no joke. Uh, I can't. I can't imagine <laughs> that. That's just that's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I I can't imagine. Living in a time, I mean, what what would they, what would you use for deodorant? You know, well, they probably they probably uh, mud. <laughs> well, they probably use like salt or something. But um, 
you know, but even no, no matter what, I mean, so say you, you know, you've been out there all day in your wool suit, you know, hanging out and getting all dirty and you go back to your hotel room and you got to wash yourself with some lard soap. Oh. So, I mean, it's like, it's, it's not like it's Irish spring. I mean, it's, it's like lard. I mean, yeah. if you ever smell lard soap, it doesn't smell like anything. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. So it's not like, you're, oh, I'm out shower. I feel fresh. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you might just not smell like BO, but you certainly don't feel fresh. Wow. Yeah, the director he he died in two thousand five of uh, lung cancer at sixty four. George Cosmatos or whatever. I don't know how you say his name. Do you guys know how to say his name? I don't even know. I say it different every time I see it. So no, Cosmatos yeah, or yeah. <laughs> so yeah, after watching the film, I I, I mean it was uh. It was great. It it looked. Uh, what did I watch it on? Hold on a minute. Oh, Paramount Plus. I didn't even because I had a um, free trial, mm-hmm. so I watched it on there, and I was like, I surely have this movie on Blu-ray, and I didn't even have it on Blu-ray. I had it on DVD still, but I I went ahead and streamed it on there, and and the uh, HD quality looked really good. The picture, the sound, everything. Well, Gals, you didn't watch it. You've seen it a million times, though, right? Yeah, I've seen it at least three times. Oh, three times. <laughs> a million times. Yeah. <laughs> I saw times. it on opening day, Christmas oh, 1993. Yeah. Oh, you saw it Christmas? Yes. Wow. Who'd you see that with? Um, Doug Fouts. Oh. Shout out. Cool. Shout out. Shout out, Ron Ehlers. Shout out to Ron Ehlers. Yeah, we gave yeah. Ron Ehlers a shout out on the on one of the podcasts. Thank That's him. cool. Thank, yeah. Thanking him for uh, being our one of two fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, uh, another person that, that's that's uh, dead from the cast is Michael Rooker. Oh, yeah, Michael Rooker. I forgot about him. Shoot. I don't know how I missed that one. Uh, so did mm. did did you uh, like the score, Mike? Oh, I loved it. Um, one of my favorite scenes. I mean, just classic Hollywood imagery is that shot of them coming down the street, and you have the you know the themes just blaring, and it's it sounds amazing. Uh, if you watch the end credits, they do that same theme, and they actually have close. I think the, the shots. Of them walking towards the yes. camera, they have more close-ups. That is phenomenal. I love that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know what's interesting about this movie is the cowboys are the bad guys. Yeah, you know, you, you grow up in westerns, and cowboys are always the good guys. But cowboys are actually the bad guys in this. Yeah, but and then these guys were their law enforcement, right? Yeah, I mean. And know. then at the end, you got the Indians. Right. Let me think. They well, hunt the down that Indian guy at the end. Who did? Wyatt. They all, Wyatt. They all, Wyatt uh, what was his name? What was his uh, Engine Joe? Joe or... in, Engine Joe. That's what it was. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm drawing a blank. I watched it uh, a few nights ago. Well, yeah. So, you know, my memory. <laughs> Starts to fade. <laughs> the, the, the the more days that pass, it's it. What's crazy about the whole thing, like the gunfight, you know, these guys are like t- 
10 feet away and they're shooting each other and they're <laughs> they're missing like crazy. I would have liked the scene, like the special features on that. On the gunfire. Do you guys have you guys ever seen any of that? I mean, no. I mean, I, I, obviously it's just <sighs> blanks, but some of the stunts though, like falling off the horse and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I I wonder how they do that. Because, yeah. you know, you get shot and you fall off the horse. I mean, that that looks like it. it's painful. I'm surprised there isn't. I, I was trying to find accidents that happened on the set, but I I didn't read any. Well, I think, you know, I think they have they have guys that do that. You know what I mean? It's probably like their specialty to, yeah. you know, to fall off a horse. And, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuntmen on this for sure. I mean, I, lo- I looked at that, but it's just weird, you know, that mm-hmm. nobody gets trampled by a horse or something. <laughs> I don't know. The other really cool shot in the movie is when that train, they show that train, you see the steam, and then they reveal uh, Wyatt standing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. What's, I mean, what do, what are you guys, uh, what's your favorite part of the movie? I mean, if you got one, I don't know. For me, it's the it's just the the walk down to the to the gunfight. I think that's the the climax of the whole movie. Yeah, I love when Doc shows up. That was his... didn't he? Did he have a gun, or did they throw him a shotgun? I thought someone threw him a shotgun. Well, he had a, he had a gun, but they gave him the shotgun because they said it would, you know, they wouldn't be so they wouldn't be so antsy if he had a shotgun instead of just carrying his pistol. So they gave. They gave him they gave him uh, the shotgun, but he still had his pistol on his sides because he ends he ends up using the shotgun and the pistol in, in the gunfight. Mm-hmm. You know when when uh, Kurt goes to visit him, yeah, in the bed, and I guess he laid on ice. Did you guys read that? Yeah, really. Yeah, he laid on ice. It's crazy. Oh, we got to talk about Sam Elliott though. He's like the Western King, you know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> Sam Elliott. I shall have one good arm to hold yeah. you with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. This is Steve. Do you know your body needs 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and a powerful blend of essential fatty acids? 90 essential nutrients your body needs to stay healthy. In today's world, depleted soil, crop changes, and seasonal inconsistencies are yielding less nutrient-dense food. This is why the Healthy Body Start Pack was created. Longevity's products have been around for decades. If you want to check out the Healthy Body Start Pack, guys, go to naturalhealthagenda.com. Naturalhealthagenda.com. Oh, we forgot, we forgot the little mention of the little cameo of Terry O'Quinn in the movie. Oh, that's right. He was yeah. the mayor. Yes. We've done our good deed for today. Mayor. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry yeah. O'Quinn from Lost. Yes. yes. You know, the, the movie soundtrack featured like artists from Johnny Cash, Patsy Cline, and Billy Idol. I don't remember hearing anything. Do you guys know uh, where those songs I were? Don't... <laughs> Maybe, Maybe they they're were playing the them on the piano or something. I don't know. Maybe no, because the the, <laughs> well, the they, credits it's all score. Yeah, I mean, it might have been some kind of you know um, 
release, you know, in conjunction with the soundtrack. You know how some movies would have a score, but then they would also have, uh, you know, like Back to the Future, you know, had a score, but it also had, you know, Mr. Sandman yep, and yeah. Power of Love mm-hmm. and all that nonsense. So it's weird. I don't know. It might have been just been one of those things, you know, inspired by the, you know, what, you know, oh, by yeah, the movie. Who knows? You know. Yeah. So there were several uh, real life descendants of the Earp and Clanton families that appeared as extras in the movie, including White Earp's great uh, uh, grandnephew. Did you hear that? Yeah, you know? it wasn't his name Wyatt Earp. Oh, okay. Uh, so that would well, explain what's in here then. What's that? Yes, yes. He's name. in. He's he's in the uh, credits here. Yeah. Hold what's that? What, Wyatt Earp. So it is Wyatt Billy Earp? Claiborne. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he played Billy Claiborne. Yeah, so that I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, you know, the budget was $25 million. It did gross over $56 million. It is considered one of the best Western movies ever made. Depends on your taste, but, you know, for me, I think, I, I forgot how, how great that movie was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you stack them against all those, you know, movies from like the John Wayne era, I mean, come on. I mean, it's like those movies, those movies were like, you know, <laughs> they were silly Jeez. in a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the Clint Eastwood, Eastwood era of, of Westerns. I, I like a lot of those. Some of the spaghetti Westerns and some of that stuff. But Yeah. There's a few. There's if you a few give me a movies. choice, if you give me a choice though to watch Tombstone or Wyatt Earp, I'm picking Wyatt Earp any day of the week. Yeah, probably me too. Although I do and uh, I do love Tombstone. Yeah, I mean the '90s had some good Western movies. I mean, it started with um, what I think Dance of Wolves. That's a Dance with Wolves. Awesome, a great yeah. Western. You know, that's one of the best one of my scores favorite. ever. I love that movie. I, I think we didn't we see that like two or three times in the theater. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah, and that's what three and a half hours or three hours. I don't know. It's, yeah, like I just <laughs> in, in, we just enjoyed our friend always spilling the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. We went to my uncle's theater and <laughs> <laughs> good old Ernie Wanna tell the tell the story. Yeah, Ernie. Uh, Oh my gosh, his girlfriend went nuts because he spilled all the popcorn. (laughs) She wouldn't shut up about it. Ernie, you spilled the popcorn. Oh man, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, there was, you know, there there was a pretty good run of of uh westerns through like the the late young guns through yeah, the nineties. Actually all the way up to two thousands. Have you guys watched Young Guns a long time? I haven't. I've been. I haven't yeah. seen it in a long Have time. I, yeah, I, I watched them both probably like last year or something. I mean, Young Guns Two is definitely better than Young Guns One. Is it really? No, oh, for remember. sure. Okay, I would like to do that movie sometime. Talk about that one because I haven't seen it in a long time. But man, that I mean, iconic songs from that movie, from both movies actually. What? By, yeah, by Young Guns had a good score. Had a good score and it had good songs yeah. in it. I mean, what, what was the title of that song? Was it Young Guns? No, no. One of Dead or Alive? Oh. oh, well, there's two of them. Blaze of Glory. Oh yeah, Blaze of Glory. Yeah. <sighs> Brain fart on that one. I mean, probably, <laughs> pr- 
probably the greatest Western of all time, though, has got to be Back to the Future 3. (laughs) (laughs) I love Back to the Future 3. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. I don't know if it's considered a Western, but it's kind of a, uh, what do you call it? It's kind of, but it's not dealing with cowboys. Steve, Steve, it's 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 listed in the top forty best westerns of the oh. uh, of all time. Well, really, <laughs> I, I, I was getting to the point of another '90s hit that I love, uh, "Last of Mohicans." Yes, which isn't. I don't know if it's considered a western or not. I mean, it's got Indians, no. but it, but but it's not. You know. Cowboys There's no cowboys in it. In it. Yeah. yeah, it's the British, right? Or yeah, the French, or I don't remember what it yeah. is now. But that's got a great score, by the way. It yeah. does. Yeah, I love that score. But yep. you know, I mean, you know, between Dance of Wolves, Last Mohicans, and Tombstone, I mean, '90s had a lot of good stuff like that. Movies that you know. And I think it was mainly the early '90s. I, I mean, as the '90s went on, I mean, I don't know. Movies just changed a little bit. Yeah, and you also had yeah. um, th- early 90s, you had The Unforgiven. Oh, and, I love that uh, movie. That's the one I was thinking of, too, but I couldn't remember. That's Clint Eastwood there. Yeah, yeah. I just watched that recently, Everybody too. Everybody yeah, will know that Clint Eastwood is the biggest yellow belly of the West. Who said that? <laughs> that was in Back to the Future. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Unforgiven, that's probably... Oh man, I haven't watched that in so long. That was a An, another yeah. great western, modern western. Uh, is Open Range with um, Kevin Costner? Oh yes, yes, yep. that's yep. good. I love love Open Range. Oh, Legends of the Fall. That was another good one. Mm. That you... that score is awesome. Had uh, Brad Pitt, and uh, I don't know. That was just a really good movie. Desperado, I forgot about that one. Had uh, Antonio Banderas. Can you consider Mask of Zorro? Oh, Quick and the Dead. Remember that one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Quick and, yeah, I remember that one. Gosh, that was '94, I think. Oh wait, City Slickers. <laughs> I yeah. love City Slickers. <laughs> there, was, there was another good one. Uh, I'm trying to think of who was in it. Um, Wild Bill. I think, was that Jeff Bridges? You ever seen oh, that? Oh, I haven't seen that one. That was 95, yeah. it I haven't like. seen yeah. it. That's a good movie. Oh, man. Walter Hill directed it. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. And then, like you said, you had Young Guns 2 and Young Guns 1 came out in the, the 80s, and then Young Guns 2, 90, when we graduated. Yeah. Me and Gals graduated, I guess. <laughs> What did you guys uh, yeah, I think 90. Nine, 90. Oh. You, when, you, you did 89, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to be 89. Yeah, no, we both flunked. Got held back. Losers. I guess it ain't flunked. Well, it wasn't anymore. our fault. It was our crazy first grade teacher. Yeah. Nut. They held everybody back, though, back then. I think yeah, every did. friend we had got held back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, it's nuts. Even Cooch. Yeah. Everyone, because Cooch was supposed to be in our class. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Hey, what about Far and Away? That was a really good one. Oh, but that's not a Western though. That's an Irish movie. What about Quickly Down Under? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I just watched that not too long ago. That was a really good one. Tom Selleck. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. So yeah, there was some. The '90s had some good ones. 
Hmm. And Selleck had the built-in mustache already, so he was good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was good to go for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Movie has inspired several video games and TV shows, including Deadwood. That's no surprise. Red Dead Redemption, maybe? That's what I'm thinking, because they don't say what video game. It, it probably okay. was Red Dead Redemption. I, that's I the only say. one that I can think of. Yeah, that's a that's a really good game, too. You know, I'm surprised uh, Val Kilmore did. Has he ever won a... I, I mean, I guess if he won an Oscar, it probably would have been for... Uh, the, the Doors. The Doors, but... I mean, was he nominated at all for this? No, well, like an MTV award, I think, or oh, something. Okay, which is not, you know. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> I thought of another '90s one what? that's borderline western. 1994 Maverick with um, Ooh, what's Maverick. his name? Uh, Mel. Yes, Mel Gibson. That is a that's terrific right. movie. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Another one. I'm and you know who it. else is in that movie that has a cameo? Uh, mm. The guy that played Jesse Duke, really? He's in that movie. Yes, oh, he's awesome. on the boat, and wow. he gets he gets thrown off the boat for cheating. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So Val Kilmer, he he's got um, he's got does he got throat cancer? What what does he have? Yeah, it's throat mm-hmm. cancer. I don't know if if it's in remission or or he's still fighting it or or what, but. He was actually, you know, they put him in the the new Top Gun. That was really awesome. I mean, did he speak? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, it was it was very emotional. Was, I didn't know there was something wrong with him. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, they got a documentary out on him. Yeah, they mm. he hid it oh. for a long time. Yeah, he did. He was like wearing a scarf around his neck yeah. and stuff like that because he had like a trach tube or whatever, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if he if he's in remission or if he's still fighting it. Or I, it is. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, I mean, he's he's had it for a long time now. It seems like hmm. a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see here. It ain't storming yet. It well, says heavy I'm, rain starting soon, but I I don't know. I had a yeah, alert. I, I, I got I got to get going. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll say goodbye to Gallus here. All righty. All right, Gallus, you got to go. So yeah, uh, me and Lego will uh, wrap. Adios. Wrap this up. All and, right. All right, man. Good having you on. Cool. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Thanks. Later. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. I found some some behind the scenes facts from an article published in 2020 from Cineblend. Cinema Blend. My fault. Uh-huh. Um, and it says, uh, basically what we talked about already, Val Kilmer says Kurt Russell is responsible for Tombstone's success. And he uh, talks about, uh, you know, um, what we talked about. It says Tombstone's uh, credited director who took over after screenwriter Kevin Jar was fired. Russell has been open in admitting that he has, or he was the one who was actually in charge of the set as the ghost director. Uh, he claimed that he wouldn't say a word until Cosmatos was, while Cosmatos was, was still alive. Yeah. Cosmatos was Cosmatos. 
Cosmatos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Russell has talked more openly about how he cradled the project to the finish line. Several actors involved with his uh, famous film have stepped forward and verified Russell's statement in a matter of words, including Kilmer. And uh, let's see here. William Defoe Defoe was initially sought to play Doc Holliday. Yes. I mean, no offense to William Defoe, but you know. Willem. It's Willem. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Willem. I always say I, I always did for say, years. William. I did for years. Yeah, I always say that. Gosh, I, I I don't know. It's like my eyes always say, looks at yeah, who Willem. I, I've never heard of that name, you know. It's just a weird name. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, William. Will. <laughs> Stupid. All these years I call him William. Kurt Russell cut some of his own scenes to earn the trust of his fellow actors. Did you read that? Um, not specifically, but Val Kilmer had said that he minimized his role to make the movie successful. So I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. There's more to it, but I don't want to read all this, but. Let's see. Okay, Billy Bob Thornton completely ad-libbed his scene. Now, I did not know that. That was that was kind of interesting. I could see it. I could see it. I mean, he did a good job. For yeah, sure. he did. He did. And then they go over the mustaches. We already covered that. Why? You know, and the, re- oh, and the reason probably that they that they you know they looked phony or perhaps to people was you know they were those mustaches and like those weird styles and they had so much like wax and stuff in them you know to give them like the shapes and you I know, couldn't I couldn't grow I yeah I don't know about you but I can't even grow a mustache like that I, I could I don't know I don't know I mean I I could but it, it, it I, I you know it's it, it takes a long time I can tell you that I think mine would be all like straggly, just like I can't grow a good beard. It just <laughs> just gets straggly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of growing my my beard out now, and uh, yeah, I mean, how do it's... you keep it? How do you, I mean? I know there's beard oil, but it doesn't seem to work for me. Yeah, I don't even care. I just kind of like rough it up with my. I just fluff it up with my fingers, and that's okay. it. I don't even care what it looks like. I mean, I when I was younger, I could grow it longer. And not have that. Maybe it's because it's got a lot of gray in it. It's just wiry. Yeah, because when your hair does turn white or gray, it it, it becomes a different texture. Texture. Yeah, it's for sure. <laughs> it's more like um, it's needly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It pisses me off. It's not, it's not soft anymore. No. It's like you could you could sew with it. It's like a needle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a damn Brillo pad. Yeah, Wyatt Earp's fifth cousin, Wyatt Earp three, the third, appears in the movie we already covered. Um, how old was it? Wait, lineage. He's the fifth cousin of the old. Uh, well, you figure Wyatt Earp. I think he died like what in uh, twenty nine or twenty six or something. I read. Yeah. So, you know, you figure it's like a third nephew. What do you say? If they're like nephews, is that what you said? Yeah, uh, it was the third, uh, no, fifth cousin, fifth cousin. 
fifth. Wyatt Earp the third. Yeah, I can never figure that stuff out. Yeah, I know. Val Kilmore laid in on in a bed of ice for his death scene. I mean, we covered that. If you notice that they they made him as the movie went on get progressively paler. Yeah. And it looked pretty realistic. I mean, to be honest with you, I did like all oh, they just slap some white paint on his face or whatever. I mean, it, it looked like he was progressively getting sicker for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, when he showed up to be the hero or, you know, protect Wyatt Earp. Right. Uh, that was the other bed scene, right? Yeah, where they left him at, at, at Henry Hooker's ranch. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then he shows up and takes care of Johnny Ringo. Yeah. He said he's he acted sicker than he was, but you know he was really sick, but he was just pushing. Right. Pushing every last. Well, because he knew. He yeah. I mean, well, even though it didn't go down that way, but in, in that, in that, in, I mean, he knew that. Wyatt wasn't going to be able to outgun Johnny Ringo, so he had to he had to go take care of business. Yeah, you think that was accurate, or was that made up? No, that wasn't accurate. Okay, um, Johnny Ringo, and um, he he was found shot dead underneath a tree. Oh, really? Um, but it was it was after Doc Holliday had already died. Oh, and it was kind of a weird thing. They said that he was underneath a tree. That he had a gun in his hand. He hmm. had a. It almost sounded like he committed suicide, but they didn't say that. Um, but he had a gunshot to his temple, and they found his horse a ways away, um, and his boots were were on the saddle. Really, something like that. Huh. So, um, wow. So yeah, they, they kind of they kind of made it seem like. Without saying that maybe he, he killed himself, but mm-hmm. but um, Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, because even in Wyatt Earp, they have uh, Doc Holliday shooting him or something, but even that wasn't accurate. So no, oh. yeah. So a lot of a lot of embellishment, I guess. Yeah, I think they have yeah. to try to compress time frames in, you know, yeah. to some of these movies. They're but he just... wasn't even he wasn't even a big element. Johnny Ringo wasn't even a big element really in in Wyatt Earp at all. I think they mentioned his name like once or twice. And mm. That was it. They, you know, they had to build that up for the big Doc Holiday, you know, thing. They, they, that was like their thing, just to build up, right? The showdown between those two, which wasn't much of a showdown, really, because he was scared. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the guy was just messing about. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Steve here. Do you ever think about taking your nutrition to the next level? Have you ever wondered what the best iodine supplement is? How about detoxidine? Certified organic nascent iodine, a life changer. How about a liquid turmeric with black pepper? Goes in your system, fights inflammation. This blend preserves the full spectrum of antioxidants naturally found in turmeric. Global Healing Organics also just came out with an organic mushroom blend and bioactive copper. All this can be discounted with our special coupon code, Healthy Life. With a $50 minimum purchase, use Healthy Life for maximum discount with a $50 minimum purchase. GlobalHealingOrganics.com. Well, it looks like we're getting 
We're going to get pounded on here in a minute. This is starting in two minutes. I can hear the thunder rolling, so looks like we're going to get nailed. All right, guys. Well, hey, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I got a big storm coming, and we're going to go ahead and uh, end this podcast. So thanks for uh, listening. Uh, please uh, go to retromediatalk.com. Find all the links there. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere where you get the uh, your podcast. But uh, I'm going to get off here before the storm comes. Oh, man, I can hear. Uh, I hope that ain't hail I hear. Yeah, it sounds like it not good all right all right guys thanks for listening (laughs) we'll talk to you next time see ya all right guys before i let you go i just want to pay tribute and dedicate this podcast to jared hupridge who passed away may 21st 2023 He was a friend of mine, and I want to read his obituary. Jared Hupridge, 42, of Wesley Chapel, passed away on May 21st, 2023. He was born in Peoria, Illinois, where he attended schools, graduating from Woodruff High School. He enlisted in the Air Force and served eight years active duty, including completing two tours overseas. He still had the need to serve his community, so he decided to become a firefighter. He went back to school, became an EMT, and then on to the fire academy. He worked for two years with the Polk County Fire Rescue, where he became a paramedic. He had then applied and got hired with Hillsborough County Fire Rescue, where he had always hoped to work for. He had just completed his sixth year as a fire medic when this tragic accident occurred. He was a proud member of the Hillsborough Firefighters Local 2294 Union and will be sorely missed by his 1,200-plus brothers and sisters. He enjoyed many sports throughout his school years. As an adult, he played hockey, went snowboarding, and boating. Jared added the HUP touch to his toys and trucks riding Harleys, and his most cherished hobby, racing his dirt bike with Florida Trail Riders. This year being his best year, winning many races and earning first place for the season. Jared embraced life. Early on, he said he was going to enjoy life to the end. He set goals and worked hard for each one until it was met. He worked hard and he played harder. He was always happy and smiling. When Jared entered a room, his presence was immediate, and it was easy to become part of his excitement, he shared. If he became your friend, it was a friendship for life. He was sincere, smart, funny, loyal, and protective. He is survived by his dad, Robert Hupridge, and his mom, Jane Hupridge, brother, Jess Hupridge, girlfriend, Bree Heflin, niece, Juliana Hupridge, and many aunts, uncles, and cousins, preceded in death by Grandpa Jess Godinez, Grandma Helen Godinez, Grandma Mildred Hubbridge. Donations may be made in his memory to the Hillsborough County Firefighters Local 2294. Donate to Veterans Wounded Warrior Project. Jared, will always miss you. 
And thank you for giving our lives such excitement when you were here. God bless his family, friends, and everybody else that Jared touched. Thank you. Thank you.